You're listening to Norfolk's only black-owned and operated radio station. 1350 WGPL Portsmouth. Good evening, Hampton Roads. You are tuned in to the Family and Marriage Clinic with your host, Bishop Carl Hodges. We say good evening, Bishop. Good day, hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good day once again to everyone listening to us. Welcome to another episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. If you're in the United States of America listening to us, we welcome you. If you're in another country outside the good old U.S. of A., we welcome you. And whatever state you're in in the good old U.S. of A., you're listening to us uh, from, I welcome you here to this episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. In Southern Virginia, you found us on WGPL 1350 AM, WPCE 1400 AM, and WBXB 100.1 on your FM dial. You can also find us and listen to us every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. And if you would like to listen to this or any other broadcast or episode, you can tune into my podcast. And you can find my podcast by searching The C.D. Hodges. That is The C.D. Hodges on iTunes or any podcast player on your smart device. You'll find Marriage and Family Clinic there. Marriage and Family Clinic is here to help you break down and gain enlightenment, insight into your relationship dynamics. We hope to help you identify what makes you tick and ultimately, we really truly want to help you repair, grow, and perfect your marriage and family relationships. Now let's get right into this tonight. There's a very, very troubling dynamic that takes place in relationships. And wherever we see this dynamic, just rest assured don't ask yourself a second time about it. Whenever we see this particular dynamic that I'm getting ready to speak of, rest assured, it is a real indicator that there are some really serious problems going on in the relationships. The, dyna the dynamic that I'm talking about is nothing else than domestic abuse. And before I get into this, let me say that whatever you hear me say while talking about domestic abuse, whatever you think I'm saying, make no mistake about it. There is no reason, neither is there any excuse for any person in a family to be abusive towards any other person in the family. There is just no reason, no justification, no rationalization. No one has any business abusing anyone in the family. And notice I refer to any person in a family. And that's for a specific reason that I'm going to discuss in just a moment. And now, as we get ready to move on, the next thing I want to do before getting into this particular subject on domestic abuse, I, I want to do what I always do in here when the conversation centers around a commonly used term. And domestic abuse is, a de is definitely a commonly used term. What I want to do is give that particular phrase a working definition. So here's my working definition of domestic abuse. Domestic abuse is when one person in a family directs and perpetrates some type of abusive behavior to another family member in order to resolve conflict, overpower, and control another person or persons in a family and dominate the relationship. 
So simply put, domestic abuse is one person in the family abusing another person in the family to control and dominate the relationship. Anytime they come into conflict, anytime there is a conflict, or most often when there is a conflict, they use some sort of abuse in order to dominate the situation, to dominate the relationship, and come out on top. And uh, listen closely because I'm using domestic abuse in the context of a family because domestic abuse does not occur between a husband and a wife only. And, and I, I know as well, I, I know also that we're used to men being the abusers in relationships. But I want you to be aware of today that any person in the family may lack the emotional and psychological tools that are required to deal with conflict and to deal with some stressful situations. So when it comes to uh, uh, abuse, Abuse, domestic abuse. Domestic means it's happening in the home. Abuse refers to the behavior, the inappropriate behavior. So when inappropriate behavior is taking place in the home, it's not only restricted to a man abusing a woman, a husband abusing a wife. What I want you to be aware of today is that anybody in the family can be an abuser. When it comes to using abusive techniques, when it comes to using abusive strategies in order to settle problems, in order to handle stress, in order to control a relationship, in order to dominate a relationship in the family setting, whenever it comes to that, anybody can be an abuser. Domestic abuse can be perpetrated by a husband to a wife, a wife to a husband, parent to child, or child to parent. Yes, that's domestic abuse also, uh, child to parent. Or any of these family members. Any of these family members may also abuse a grandparent who may be living in the home. Let's say there's a grandparent whom you've taken in. Mom and dad, you brought your mother or your father to live in the house with you. They can't take care of themselves. Whatever the case may be, whatever the reason may be, they're living in the home with you. Well, mom, dad, or the children, they may also abuse that grandparent. So I want to make it plain. I want to make it very plain. Basically, what I'm saying to you is that any person in a family may be an abuser of another person in a family. And I want to dig into domestic abuse a little bit more on tonight. And as always, this will not be a one-night subject, a one-time subject. We're going to do a mini-series on it. I don't know if we'll do four, five, or six weeks. We probably won't do that long. But we're going to do at least two weeks on domestic abuse. Okay? So again, please be aware that any member in the family can be an abuser an abusive behavior is all about controlling and dominating the relationship. Disagreement brings conflict and the abusive person settles conflict through uh, uh, physical means or emotional means or psychological means of abuse. We're going to get in that just a moment. Uh, so watch this. Any member of the family can be unstable when they're not in control of a relationship. 
So any member of a family can become unstable when they feel like they're not controlling the relationship. And what do I mean by unstable? By unstable, I mean he or she, that person is thrown off balance emotionally and psychologically because they lack the emotional tools to deal with conflict. They're not emotionally mature enough to deal with conflict. So the way that they handle conflict is through abuse. It is no different actually from a toddler who has a temper tantrum. The toddler is too emotionally immature to handle not having their way, too emotionally immature to handle stress or to handle conflict. And when a toddler cannot have their way, that is conflict. They're too emotionally immature to handle it, so it throws them off balance, so they throw a temper tantrum. Well, for the adult, or for the teenager for that matter, for them, the... uh, 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 not being able to control the situation throws them off balance emotionally. And this unstable place is actually a fearful place for them. They don't have the tools to deal with it. They feel like they're losing control. They've lost control. And it's a fearful place for them. The loss of control in a relationship is scary for them. They feel like their world is crashing in. You just don't hear me. You just don't. You just don't. You just don't. Unfortunately, the way they regain their much needed stability is by abusing someone else in the family. Wow, I hope all of that made sense. So what I'm saying to you, let me say this again. Any member in the family can become unstable when they're not in control. Something about them, something about their psyche, something in their mind. And this is a whole nother subject for another day, but just take my word for it. Something in their mind says to them they must be in control of this relationship. And when they're not in control, it throws them off balance emotionally, psychologically. They don't have the tools to deal with it. It's scary. It's fearful. They're afraid. And they've got to regain the control. They're out of their element not being in control. And the way that they regain control, the way that they stabilize themselves is by abusing someone in their family. In short, what I'm saying is when one person in the family is stressed or faced with conflict, they don't have the emotional maturity or psychological ability to handle what that situation requires and it destabilizes them. The way they regain control of the situation is through abusive behavior. The way that family member handles conflict or stress in family relationships is through abusing one or more of his or her family members. And and because they don't have the emotional and or psychological tools to handle not being in control, they strive to maintain control in the relationship. Wow, this is why we need more than one setting, more than one week to discuss this. They strive to maintain control in a relationship. Violence is the abusive person's desperate attempt to gain and maintain dominance in a relationship. And violence is not the only form of abuse. And we're going to name a couple in just a moment. But whatever the form of abuse the individual exercises, whatever form of abuse the individual perpetrates, abusive behavior 
is the abusive person's desperate attempt to gain and maintain dominance in a relationship. And domestic abuse does come in various forms. The abuse may be physical, may be emotional, may be sexual. It may even be some form of neglect. Physical abuse, for example, includes hitting and, and kicking and swinging and using an object to strike a person. Physical abuse, physical abuse, dangerous. Emotional abuse includes yelling, screaming, name calling, uh, 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 so forth and so on. Maybe next week we'll get a little bit into how an abuser try to separate the abusee, the abused person from their family and from their friends and controls them through cutting them off from finances. That's all emotional abuse. Sexual abuse includes rape. And for every man and for every woman out there, I want to make something very, very, very clear. It is possible for one married partner to rape another married partner. Anytime a person wants to have sex, but the person they want to have sex with says no, then no must always mean no. And if a person forces themselves on another person when that person said no, then that's rape. So rape can definitely occur within the bonds of marriage. And then neglect means withholding some life necessity from a person. Withholding some life necessity such as food or, or water or shelter. or In the case of children, withholding education. Withholding education. And so you may be asking yourself the question. You may be saying right now, I understand how a husband can abuse a wife. But how can parents abuse children? Well, we see all the time on the news where parents have locked children in closets and dark rooms, kept and chained up and did not feed them for weeks, for days, for months, for years at a time. That is definitely domestic abuse. It's abusive behavior that occurs within the domestic setting. An abusive person uses all of these behaviors to gain and maintain control and dominance in a family relationship. All right. So what does domestic violence look like in, in real life? What does it look like in real life? An episode may begin with something as simple as dinner not being prepared at the agreed upon time. When he left for work early in the morning, the husband told the wife and the wife agreed that dinner would be ready by 6 p.m. And when he gets home at 6, dinner is not ready. It's only going to be three or four more minutes, but dinner is not ready. That unmet expectation throws him into an emotional and psychological frenzy. That unmet expectation becomes conflict. That unmet expectation raises his level of stress. And remember, he's too emotionally immature to deal with it. So they argue. They argue some more. And he gets angry. And the angrier he gets, the more frustrated he becomes until he loses control and hits her. 
And again, I want to make something clear right away. There is no excuse for it. There is no excuse for it, no reason for it whatsoever. Please hear me when I say that. An example may be another example of abusive uh, relationships or domestic abuse. Uh, maybe there's a teenager whose mother imposes a curfew. The teenager disagrees with his mother. He wants to discuss it with his mother, but they begin to argue. Tensions rise. They continue to argue. And because the teen is too emotionally immature to handle that situation, he loses control and ultimately strikes his mother. Now, I must admit, not many of us heard of this when I was growing up. You raise your hand to your mother, at a minimum, you're going to draw back a nub. At a very minimum. But it happens. This is domestic abuse. This is domestic violence just the same. Just the same. Or, or maybe there's the wife who has anger issues. So when she gets angry, she resorts to physical violence in order to regain control and dominance in the relationship. This is important because we just can't seem to wrap our heads around the fact that women can be abusers also. Yes, it happens. Yes, it happens. I remember one day I was watching uh, one of the little uh, made-for-TV movies on Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime TV one, but there was a man who was uh, became attached to a, a, a very physically attractive lady. Uh, they began dating, uh, but then everything was okay as long as they agreed. But after they had been dating for a little while and there was a disagreement that arose, the real her showed up and she hit him. And he thought it was going to be okay. This was just one time she really got upset. But it continued. It continued. Until something very, very bad happened. And so what I'm saying to you is that please, please wrap your head around this. Women can be abusers also. I remember when I was living in uh, Japan. And uh, when I worked as an assistant inspector general for the Marine Corps in Okinawa, Japan, I saw and dealt with upteen abuse cases, all kinds of domestic abuse cases. Everything that I've said to you thus far, I saw it there. And I still remember one abuse case where the wife of a United States Marine, here's a Marine now, he's married, and his wife got so angry that she became violent. She literally cracked her marine husband's head open with a bottle. And I saw the picture of him laying over the coffee table uh, unconscious, bleeding from the back of his head. This was a woman. Her husband was a marine who was trained in warfare. Nevertheless, this woman was so emotionally immature that she felt she had to dominate that relationship. And when she could not handle the conflict, when she could not handle the stress of the conflict, she resorted to physical violence, struck her husband in the head, severely injuring him. So please accept the fact that anybody in the family, anybody in the family can be an abusive person. Well, maybe that excludes an infant still in the crib or, or whatever the case may be. But you understand what I'm saying. 
Anybody in the family can be an abusive person. In these situations, the abusive person will not own their unacceptable behavior. The abusive person does not know how to own their unacceptable behavior. They will not own, don't know how to own their unacceptable behavior. Instead of owning it, the abusive person rationalizes and attempts to justify their unacceptable behavior by blaming the person they took their aggression out on. And I'm going to shift gears right here, but and, and we're going to get into this next week, but I just want to share something with you here uh, uh, because I want to go into a fix. I, I've probably described enough already to touch a chord with somebody. I've probably described enough already where somebody out there is saying, you're knocking on my door, you're walking down my street, you're sitting down in my living room. And I'm going to shift right here. But I want you to hear this. I want you to get this. People resort to abuse because in their minds, they're determined to dominate and be in control of a relationship. So when there is conflict, when there is conflict, it destabilizes them. It makes them unstable emotionally. And the way that they regain stability is they act out abusively towards another family member. And when they overpower that family member, be it physically, emotionally, psychologically, or through neglect, when they overpower that family member and they regain control, it stabilizes them. Whatever pretty terms we want to put on it, However we want to describe it, whatever we want to say about it, abuse is wrong. It's totally unacceptable. It is totally unacceptable. And the thing that, that we must realize is that it happens all around us. There are a whole lot of people who dress up, look really nice and pretty on Sunday mornings. They'll come to church. They'll sing the hymn with us. They'll enjoy the prayer. Some even preach. Some sing the song in the choir. They play instruments. They sit on the mother's board, the deacon's board, the usher board, any other board. They wear it well when they come out in public. But you'd be surprised at the number of abusive relationships that exist in our homes. And you cannot tell an abuser just by looking at them. Hmm. Like anything else, they wear a mask. They can say the right words, carry the right tune, sing the right song, etc., etc., etc. You just cannot tell it by looking at them. But they're there. But I want to tell you something. Here on Marriage and Family Clinic, I've said it time and time again that the family is God's ordained network of love, nurturing, support, security, and provision. Time and time again, I have defined marriage and children as gifts from God. The institutions of marriage and family are God's gift to mankind. So let me tell you all something, and I want to be as unambiguous as clear as I can be. Because marriage and family are God's gift to mankind. 
there is absolutely, unequivocally, undoubtedly, incontrovertibly, unquestionably no place for abuse in any marriage or family. You can add some more adverbs to describe just how incompatible abuse is with marriage and family. However you understand it, there is no place for abuse in family relationships. No place for husbands and wives hitting each other. No place for children hitting parents. No place for parents abusing children physically or otherwise. Even parents who believe in and practice corporal punishment. You had better be extremely careful that you do not slip into abuse. There is just no place for abuse in marriages and families. And if there is abuse going on in your marriage or family, something is wrong. Something is wrong. And if you happen to be an abuser, this is not normal behavior. I'm talking to you. When you put your hands on your family member, husband, wife, or children, whatever the case may be, when you strike in anger, when you strike because you lost control and you're trying to regain control, when you strike out, when you act out, you're not, it's not normal behavior. This is abnormal behavior. Abuse is abnormal behavior. Being an abusive person is deviant behavior. If it's you, Please get help before you inflict some undoable permanent injuries on someone or even worse, cause someone to lose their life. And if you profess to be a Christian, but you are an abuser, please understand you cannot have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. If you're a Christian, if you believe in God at all, but you are an abuser, sit yourself down in the pew. Let the man and the woman of God minister to you. Allow the spirit of the living God to work in your mind, to work on your soul and change you. Because you cannot have it both ways. Oh, you may profess to be both, but you can't have it both ways. I want to let you know that you can lay that control burden on God and let him have it. Yes, trying to maintain control, trying to dominate relationship. That's a burden. That's, you have to work at it all day, every day. That's a burden. But you can give that burden to God. He's the one who said, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. The burden of control, the burden of control and the fear of losing control ignites even more fears in you. And your fears prompt you to engage in irrational behavior to feel secure and to regain stability. The truth is, can't nobody secure you but God himself. Only God can love you perfectly. And when God loves you the way that only God can love you, his love will relieve you of the burden to dominate your family relationships. God's love will relieve you of the burden to chase control. My brother, my sister, you can repent. Tell God you're sorry. And God, through the ministry of his Holy Spirit, 
will work in your heart, will work in your mind, and free your heart, free your mind from the burden of control. It's a burden. It's a burden. And you're losing because the burden is too heavy for you to bear. If you're being abused, if you are being abused, please know that God did not make you or anybody else to be somebody's punching bag. God did not make any of us to be anyone else's doormat to be walked on or treated like a dog. You don't have to be a seminary graduate to understand that abuse is contrary to scripture. Jesus preached and taught love, forgiveness, and compassion. Jesus even said, I've come so that you may have a life and have it more abundantly. And you would be really hard pressed to show how being the victim of domestic abuse matches Jesus' vision of abundant life. You can't show that. God's word teaches us how to treat each other in our close marriage relationships and our close family relationships. Ephesians 6 and 1 even says, fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath. Don't make them angry without a cause. And abuse is never a just cause to make your children angry. Be careful with your discipline because when you're too harsh, you're unfair or unjust in your discipline, you become abusive. Abuse will make your child resent you. Abuse will crush your child's spirit, cause him or her to lose hope. I'm mentioning this point about children because so many abusive adults were abused as children themselves. And if you sow the seeds of abuse in your children now, they will reap a harvest of being an abusive person later. Violence doesn't solve anything. And it sure is not good training for your children. Ephesians 5 says, husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. You cannot imagine Christ putting his hand on the church in anger so that he can control and dominate the church. No, Jesus loved the church so much that he sacrificed his own life to win her and to save her and to demonstrate his love. The bottom line here, we're talking about domestic abuse. The bottom line here is that there is no way anyone, there is no way anyone can make abuse right in the eyes of God. If you find yourself in an abusive situation, you've got to get help. You can't just sit there and take that. They're not going to change. We may talk about that last week. They're not going to change on their own. Don't stay there waiting on God to make work a miracle. God may work a miracle, but you don't have to be beat until he works the miracle. Get up out of there. If you are the abusive person, you are most assuredly not living God's will and God's idea for your life. Reach out and get some help. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm out of time here. We've been talking about domestic abuse. Join us next week. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. You've been listening to Family and Marriage Clinic here. Listen, I need you to reach out to me. Email me, cdhodges at hotmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook, Bishop Carl Hodges. Or if you want to hear this or any other broadcasts, again, you can hear this uh, podcast replay. Just search The CD Hodges, The CD Hodges' podcast on iTunes or any podcast player. Appreciate you being with us. We got to get out of here. Remember, you can't have peace without surrendering your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you. We're out.
You've been tuned in to the Family and Marriage Clinic with your host, Bishop Carl Hodges. You can tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on your station for praise, WGPL 1350. You're listening to Impact, where we provide informative resources today to positively impact your tomorrow. This 